Do you watch Dark and Black? I have. Okay. There was a really good uh, soulmate AU about uh, two of the sisters from Orphan Black and being like, Ooh. not all soulmates are romantic. Some soulmates are sisters. I, I was have, like, yeah! I have read yeah. that. And as a spinster, that was like a weird... <laughs> <laughs> this is not what I hate your heart. <laughs> it's that I... It's that I simultaneously agree wholeheartedly, but I'm also like, but also will I have a passionate love, my friend? I want to have a love affair. They don't need to be my soulmate, but can they be, I guess soulmate and love of your life can be two soulmate different marks, things. Soulmate marks, but like, my uh, my tattoo glows when I see whoever's going to fuck me the best. <laughs> yes, I would like to see the best <laughs> orgasm of my life. Whoever's going to give me the best I like. I'm it's just, just like a lot of the same people with the blonde person because <laughs> they they're fuck just, good. They're just really good, <laughs> and you know that's fine. In if the pandemic has taught me anything, it's that I just really need to get railed. Some people fuck good. I don't In know. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Find Parents. I'm Grace. I'm Claire, and this is a podcast about fan fiction. And today, Claire, you have. Instead of, I, I guess not always, but for the most part, we usually give, like, a fandom yes. as the prompt, and today you have given me a tag, which was Soulmate Marks. <laughs> oh, I completely forgot. Which, like, uh, is not outside of regular media, I would say. Like, I think you introduced me to the movie Timer, and, like, yes. you were kind of obsessed with the movie Timer for a little while. It was. Which, it was a good movie. It's, it's a, a very interesting movie. movie. It's a movie about, I think we've talked about it on the podcast maybe once, where yeah. essentially a woman, uh, or I guess everybody... The somebody comes up with a timer that you can get and like installed on your wrist. Yep. Biohacking. Yeah, biohacks you to count down to the moment when you meet your soulmate, and when you meet your soulmate, then the timer stops. But I don't really know the soulmate mark tag. So what do you know about the soulmate mark tag? Like what are the norms? What's the like most common like mark? <laughs> it's that I don't know if there's like a common mark. It feels very like cutie mark it's mm. that when i've read number one when i've read uh soulmate marks uh it, i find it the least weird when they are supernatural and mm. so it's like they're werewolves and so mm. it, like so there's already like a mystic quality about it it seems weirder when we're like pretending we're in like the real world right like in in the real world it's a little too like convenient yes <laughs> if it's it's, the- yeah because i so in exploring this i thought this was a fun tag or like i guess this was a fun journey because the tag itself was pretty like all over the place in terms of fandoms like it, there was probably not a, a specific fandom mm-hmm. i saw there was some teen wolf uh there was some star wars there was a lot of uh band rpf like uh yeah. 21 pilots and like just different, like, a lot of different stuff. This is more or less a, an RPF about the band uh, Fifth Harmony. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which you know more about Fifth Harmony than I do. Mm-hmm. When did they break up? How many years ago? Because Camila um, Cabello has been a solo artist for a minute. It's that I think they broke up when Camilla Cabello, Camilla, Camilla, Camilla Cabello. Isn't, no, it's Camilla because it's only one L. It is Camilla. Um, when they, um, so that was probably, like, Time is an illusion, but probably like five years ago. <laughs> that sounds about right. So. Yeah. So this fic comes from, I want to say 2016. So it was maybe sure. like a little bit at, like when they were a little rife with conflict or like yeah. maybe they weren't making any music. I'm, I'm not, I'm not yeah. super in this fandom, so I don't know their timeline very well, though I have yeah. listened to their songs. But, okay. So I. 2016. I, December okay. 2016 is when she left. Interesting. Yeah. Because this was from uh, August. So this was like in the times when like they were probably getting a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. And it is a Camila Cabello, Lauren, Gerargi, Gerargi, I don't know. (laughs) Lauren Camilla uh, Ship. 
Cool. And it is soulmate marks, as we have mentioned. So before I get into like what this fic is, I'm going to introduce the drink, which is a Cuba Libre, which if you know most languages, you probably figure out that means free Cuba. <laughs> which, because I didn't know, I knew Camila Cabello was probably Latino or Hispanic. Turns out both of them are Cuban. Yeah, it tracks. Didn't it know that. Right. Exciting. So yes, this is a Cuba Libre, which is basically a rum and coke with lime. Uh... <laughs> So I was like, it's probably a safe bet. And uh, I picked it because this, like, <laughs> reading this fic was, like, feeling all of the feelings I had when I was trying to write in high school. In that it is, it's not a perfect piece of writing. <laughs> they never are. But it's, like, that beautiful combination of someone who, like, reads a lot and has just started writing. So, like, it uses all these big words, but there's some really specific, like, writing faux pas of someone who, like, maybe just isn't used to editing or, like, writing. No, sounds like my, <laughs> sounds like my writing. I yeah. And I loved it. I was like, this is, yes, <laughs> this has the, like, real spirit of what fan fiction is, which is, like, someone who has the potential to be, like, a really fabulous writer. Yes. And the twist of Lime is that I like the Ooh. use of soulmate marks in this one a lot more than, Ooh. like, just being like, they have the same tattoo, and then they ran into each other, and then they were like, wow, that's the same tattoo, Ew. which I feel like is how a lot of soulmate marks yeah, are, which this are. is not that. And it's by a writer called Cora underscore Sato. And Cora Sato sent me a essay. <laughs> Beautiful. About. Um, okay, so you can call uh, her by her username, which is Corasato. She's 22 at the moment. So it, at the time of the fic, she was uh, 17, 18. Sure. So high school, like, yeah, I, yeah. like I had guessed based on reading it. Um, and she was an active member of the Phantom, which is 727 an album of theirs. Because she said during the 727 era. I'll Google it. I have to assume it's an album. Though, I right? have to assume it's an album. Yes, that is a album. Okay, their so 2016 that, album. Okay, perfect. So that was when they were big, and so we've kind of had this conversation on this podcast before, where we've talked about RPF and like the mm -hmm. repercussions of real world fan fiction, and like not only writing about two people who are real people, but also like other people then being like, like with Darren Chris, this specifically happened where like people were so into Darren Chris and Chris Colfer dating that they like doxed his wife because he's straight. Surprise. Yeah. yeah. So not dissimilar to that. Yeah. Don't um, be doing that. This author is now like uncomfortable with this fan fiction because of what happened with Lauren and Camilla's friendship after that where they like, mm. felt really weird about all these people uh shipping them and i don't know what the like level of like threats doxing was everyone has a different comfort level with things and right. it's like i a non-famous person right. can like assume it's that i assume that if people on our fanfic like our 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 fans of our podcast yeah. started shipping us i would just be like that's hilarious that's funny and but it's like but if someone doxed us because we were lying about being lovers i'd be like please don't that's yes. That's not It's okay. like I would be like, I'm totally interested in reading your smut and leaving commentary about what I do and do not like in bed, but... Totally funny. Do not dox me. Mm -hmm. So essentially what they ended up saying was like, I am really liked shipping them and reading fan fictions about them. Um, yeah. And similarly was in like the um, Korra Asami, obviously Korra Sato, yep, yep, yep. fandom and like, you know, Fem Slash and all these things and now feels bad about contributing to like the Lauren Camilla like friendship townfall which I'm like um, you know don't blame yourself it's not it wasn't you it wasn't you this fan fiction did not do that no this fan fiction was totally outside of the realm and I would yeah. even argue that this culmination right. of all of the fanfics was not the reason their reasons their 
may or may not be friends now is more about creative differences as being musical artists that have since split up in a group. Right. And basically what they, what she says is, um, Carmen in this and any other fan fictions is fictional. Their only affiliations, uh, that they have in this fic is, are their names and their appearances. But other than that, it's not them. Fan fiction is fiction. And I want people to stay creative, keep writing. And if it's writing Carmen, that's going to keep them going. I won't judge them as long as they understand that they can separate the characters from real life. Which I'm like, you know, and that's that's what, and that's welcome to the paper doll idea. Right. <laughs> like, right. I need to come up with, like, a welcome to team. It's not actually about them. It's about right. me. Like, just I'm going to assert the idea and make sure that everyone knows that I'm just writing this. Nobody be weird about it. Uh, but basically, it was supposed to be a very, like, Romeo and Juliet, enemies to friends to lovers, like, very, mm-hmm. like, in-depth, dramatic thing. And it will not be finished, unfortunately. But the other wanted to shout out a fic in, that they really liked in, uh, the absence of this fic continuing on, which was um, the fic To Flirt with Sharp and Heartless Things by Problematic Lesbian <gasps> on AO3. So if you like this or if you want good things and good recommendations, read that instead, instead of this having more chapters. Love it. So uh, yeah. So thank you, uh, Corisato, for letting us uh, read your fic. I love it. Anyway, so yes, this is uh, Sparks Fly Whenever You Smile. Do you want- I'm going to read the summary. Summary. <laughs> What if the color of our eyes changed into different shades, depending on how close we are to our soulmate? But it only takes effect when we are at the age of 17, and only 17. What? Only the luckiest people on Earth will get the chance to meet and to know who their soulmates are. While most people, there's no luck. Camila Cabello is a normal 17-year-old girl who, just like most teenage girls in her town, seeks to find her soulmate and live happily ever after, just like in the movies. But what if one day she meets her soulmate and it doesn't turn out quite as she imagined it would? Will she find that happy ending, or will she discover, or will the discovery of her soulmate only turn her life into misery? <gasps> so. <laughs> that is what soulmates do. Little more drama drama. Chapter one. The only chapter, soulmate. <laughs> and my eyes are green, but that means that in certain lights they look not green. It'll be very obvious what the color shifting looks like later on. <laughs> I was going to say, Camilla, Camilla it's pretty noticeable. My eyes are brown, so. Uh, yes. That sounds right. Camilla's point of view. Legends say that humans are blessed with a special gift. A gift that will help us discover the people we will inevitably be bonded with for the rest of our lives. If we are lucky enough to find them, that is, a soulmate. But not a lot of people will be given the opportunity to meet their soulmates while they still have the gift, as it only lasts for about a year. On your 17th birthday, you will receive that, you will receive that gift, and by then you will need to find your soulmate fast. I feel like this has become sort of a sport for everyone. By the time people turn 17, they panic, decide on something impulsively in a desperate attempt at finding true love. But luck just doesn't seem to be on for most people's side. Wait, luck doesn't... Wait. But luck just doesn't seem to be on most people's side. (laughs) My parents are one of those unlucky people. They both didn't get a chance to meet their soulmates and probably never will. Don't get me wrong. My parents love each other deeply and sincerely, but they have told me separately that they just don't feel like that they're each other's soulmates. That their timing was just off, and out of sheer desperation for finding love, they just admitted to the fact that they're never going to find their soulmates and married each other instead. What an awkward... Um... (laughs) Like, I'm adult enough that my mom has had the conversation with me that she's like, sometimes I wonder if your dad is my soulmate, or if I just settled for him. And you're like, this is a weird drive to Target. This is not for me. Thank you, Mom. I I don't like knowing how (laughs) you're deep parent feelings are, yeah. but, um... Because kind of like you were saying before, like, or maybe last week when you introduced the prompt, you were kind of saying that, like, 
as an engineer, you're like, the definitiveness of a soulmate is very nice. And so I think that's what the point of a soulmate mark is, to be yes. like, ah, yes, there is no worry that this is not my soulmate. Like, I do know. But this, I like how this fic is like, ha, 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 ha. The window, <laughs> the window might just shut and sucks. Right, you might just not meet that person in a year. And I like the idea that, like, people kind of go crazy and, like, do things to just get out of their comfort zone. Whereas, like, maybe oh, yeah. that person's at their high school, but they quit school to, like, travel the world in search of their soulmate. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see how, like, my 17th year, I'd be like, Matt, every weekend we need to, like, go somewhere. I need to go to a new place. I need to see as many people as possible. I need to just be looking at everyone's <laughs> eyes and seeing if, if our eyes change. Yes, exactly. So, like, people go a little crazy for a year, which I think is funny. That is funny. <laughs> And then after that, like, depression. Back to regular old depression. <laughs> you either find your soulmate at 17 or you never know. Or Awful. you're, yeah, right? Then I like you, it. You just gotta <laughs> shift back into that life that the rest of us have, which is, you just gotta hope. Yeah, and we'll kind of get into this later, but, like, there then becomes the dynamic uh, that I like, where it's like, if you got a tattoo of someone's name that magically appeared one day, you'd be like, well, this is a real thing. This has got to be my soulmate magic. This is kind of like... It seems like different people in the world either believe this myth or don't. Like, it oh. only, it happens so rarely that some people don't believe this is a real thing. Which Ooh. I'm like, interesting. That is interesting. <laughs> like, I, I like that, like, not, like, I don't believe in magic dynamic. <laughs> yeah, it's very, like... It's not science-based, it's just, yeah. like, a thing that humans have. Crazy, I know. Which is why I'm making it my life's mission to find my soulmate before it com- becomes too late. I want to live happily. I want to have a happily happy ending. I want to be different from all the others. Tomorrow, I will turn 17, and my life is about to change till then. So now, all I can do is relax, sleep tight, and enjoy the remaining hours of youth. Tomorrow will be a new day for me. Honestly, fair. Like, if... I didn't realize this right away, but, like, everyone has to be the same age as their soulmate, because... Or, oh. or if they're not, you never get the chance, which sucks. Which is probably why this never works out very well. Yeah, like, because you would, if, if your soulmate... Year, if you're more than a year out of sync with your soulmate... Because only well your eyes them. change? I guess maybe your eyes would still change. Maybe not, yeah. Okay, no, you're right, you're right, right. Yeah. So, so that maybe, helps your chances a little bit. So you have two years, theoretically. Yeah. I wake up to the sounds of birds tripping outside. I get up and grab my phone from the bedside table to check that the... To check the time, which tells me it's still 6.45 in the morning, I groan as I slump back in bed, 15 more minutes before my alarm would buzz off. I try to garner some extra, some extra 15 minutes of sleep when realization dawned on me. See, like, this is what I mean by, like, this wasn't edited. Someone just wrote this, which is fine. That's fine. You still have a great idea. Yeah. Today's the day. The day. The start of something new. <laughs> the start of something new. An evolution of me. That's another song. The turning point of my life. The day I've been waiting for since I was eight. The day I've been preparing for for nine years. Suddenly, I feel so alive and awake. I get up to get prepared for the day and headed to the bathroom, brushed my teeth, showered and spared a minute glance at the mirror, checking for any physical changes. None so far. This is like, I wasn't allowed to date until I was 16. And so the eve of my 16th birthday, I really felt like something was going to change. And like, like you I, needed to go on a date the next day. Or and like, one of my it. friends was like, literally nothing will be different tomorrow. And I was like, it feels like it'll be different tomorrow. No. Twas yeah, not. because your parents were like, when you're 16, you'll be ready to date. So you're like, well, I'll wake up tomorrow and feel like a something something <laughs> like else. an adult and um no nope nothing mm. has changed and Absolutely now i'm not. now i'm much older and uh I still feel the same still feel the same still that same old dorky faced latina with long wavy brunette hair pointy nose rosy cheeks and still the same mundane brown eyes mundane dorky is an interesting way to describe camilla cabello <laughs> I changed into my normal school clothes, which is just a simple black crop top and tight dark crop top. 
At a public school. High school. Well, okay. Here's my thing. I think there's some rule about crop tops where if your entire skin, like torso skin is covered, it's fine. So if you're wearing oh. a crop top and tall enough pants, oh, it's that's okay. Fair. That's fair. I think. So if she's wearing like high, dark blue skinny jeans. I think one of my sure. friend's high school siblings explained that to me. Yeah. Because it's hard to make rules about stuff. Yeah. Because I, I w- that was another one of those things where it was, like, really funny talking to, like, a 16-year-old who, mm-hmm. like, very little mermaid was like, I understand the world. And I was like, oh. Yeah, because we didn't have crop tops when we were in high school. So that was yeah. not, like, a thing. It was just, like, spaghetti straps. Spaghetti straps because spaghetti strap tank tops were the thing. Yes. But what if I wear five spaghetti straps? Tank tops. And, and the, it's, that is fine. Because the and strap the, is five times as thick as And spaghetti. the straps are so thick. Because <laughs> now, so now I'm so marginally Yeah, covered. which is why you'd wear like a spaghetti strap tank top underneath like a wife beater tank top. And oh, then also like yeah, something. And then you were yeah. both cool and you would not get kicked out of school for wearing something stupid. Meanwhile, my mother was dressing me in Coldwater Creek, which if you are unaware, is a shop for 60-year-old women. I did not know that. So... <laughs> Simple black crop top and dark blue jeans. Totally forgot. That kissed her legs so perfectly, it almost leaves the whole school, men and women alike, drooling from their spots. You know what? I've also been looking for a crop top like that. Just a simple black crop top. You know, I want to look that hot. Let's just go to Macy's one day and we'll find our stuff. And I need hot date looks where I don't have to wear a... It's that I don't want to show up to dates in like a pencil skirt and my business blouse and be like... All right, bitch. What's your four hundred one k? I want like a you need like a cool sweater. Yeah. I need like <laughs> and jeans. Yes, I I have like one or two date looks, and I need like a I need an outfit that says you will eat me out and you will like it. <laughs> Not a pencil skirt. The vibe I want is like hot girl dom. Okay. But like not but not super leathery. Yeah, 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 yeah. But not super leathery. Yeah, yeah. Not like super leathery. Like just like jeans. Yeah, like jeans, a nice crop top. And you, like, look at her and you say, fuck, that girl. I bet that girl's a dumb in, like, six hours. Yes. <laughs> Just, like, a good, like, that whole smoky eye, like, sexy look. Right. But, and I don't, I don't know how to articulate it because I'm a nerd. I think I also might just have to teach you to do eyeshadow. <laughs> yeah, see, here's the problem. But the point is, back to the fic. Back to the fic. She's wearing tank top and jeans, It's and they're very sexy, apparently. Next sentence is, I don't find myself unattractive, and neither does anybody at school for sure, but there are easily a few other people who look way hotter than I do. <laughs> I'm not unpopular, nor am I popular. I'm just average. I'm, I've never, I'm never the center of any topic at school, which is fine. I like it that way. I feel like this was me in high school. So she's wearing jeans that kiss her legs perfectly and leave the whole school drooling, but she doesn't want to be talked about. I, <laughs> I was this girl, but... Would dress like a middle-aged woman. I wanted everyone to be talking about me constantly. <laughs> I also wanted to be like more of the center of attention, and I was not. The heartbreak, the heartbreak of my teenage life was Neither like. Neither that <laughs> we tried so hard. <laughs> we were just normal people that we, nobody hated. No, we were weird on purpose so that people would talk about us. Oh no, that's what we were doing. Yeah. Do you not remember this? I do remember this. It's all coming back to me now. It's all coming back. As an adult, knowing how my actions. Like influenced other people. I'm like, well, even oh. like, like, I don't think consciously that's what we were doing, but I'm, that's what we were doing. I head down to the living room where my mother is. Oh, I looked up how to pronounce Sinue. Sinue is already preparing for breakfast while my father Alejandro is at the table with his newspaper and coffee in hand, pretending to be interested in whatever he's reading. When really, he's just keeping busy while he waits for my mom to serve him breakfast. Morning, I say as I slump down on the seat across from my father. 
Good morning, Miha. Happy 17th. My mother greeted me with a hug and a kiss on the cheek before returning to her cooking. Good morning, sweetheart. My dad greeted, stood up from his chair, and walked over to me to kiss, me, to kiss my head. Feliz cumpleaños, mi princesa. I rolled my eyes at the nickname, but smiled nonetheless. I'm not a kid anymore, dad. Don't call me your princess. I said as I crossed my arms over my chest and stuck out my bottom lip like a little kid. So much for not being a kid anymore. I call my cat princess all the time. <laughs> I would love to be called princess. There's a lot of pouting that'll happen in the next, like, three Except, chapters. Except, I guess, wait, it's her father. <laughs> my dad can call me princess. A boyfriend cannot call me princess. Also, like, me princesa is, like, a very normal Hispanic Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Like, it's, it'd be weird if my dad called me princess, because that's not a thing my dad does. It's not a white people thing. No, it's not a white princess. <laughs> it's not a working class white people thing. <laughs> no, my dad does not call me princess either. Never. It'd be weird. My mom and dad laughed as he returned to his place in the dining ta- at in. In the dining table. My mom... <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I love this because this feels like I could have written it because it's not edited at all. <laughs> Someday this writer will have a best-selling novel and yep. we'll all cry at their success. Yes. And but I now, love that... their prepositions are incorrect. <laughs> and you know, again, mine have also been like that. Same, same. I, I'm a lover of... Um, my brain doesn't know the difference between... Words that sound the same but mean different things. Uh, yep. And so there's a, so there's a lot of in my writing. There's a lot of um, there 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 is not the best example, but sure. We'll as you said earlier in text, I get mulled wine and mulled by a bear confused. Yeah, that's my writing. Just because that's my hands want to type fast. English is stupid. It is dumb. <laughs> My mom and dad laughed as he returned to the, his place in the dining table. He brought his coffee to his mouth and continued his reading. So, you're going straight home after school today, right? My mom asked as she served me a plate full of bacon and eggs while my dad looked at her in disbelief. I was here first. Shouldn't I be served the meal first? My dad began complaining. He's also the head honcho. Yes. The birthday girl always will be served before anybody else, my mom said with a chuckle, and Alejandro just pouted like a little kid. Classic. So much pouting. Alejandro! I giggled at my parents' silliness. Yeah, Dinah and Allie are coming over, though, I said as I shoved two pieces of bacon in my mouth. If that's okay. I continued as I swallowed the half-chewed meat. Two other girls of Fifth Harmony. I was gonna say, I think everyone in this is Fifth Harmony related. Of course it is, honey. It's your birthday, after all, Sinue replied with softness in her voice. I love my parents. I smiled and continued eating when I felt tiny hands covering my eyes. Baby hands. Tiny hands is... (laughs) Like, like off-putting in a weird way. Tiny hands covering my eyes. As a person of, like, breeding age, it's, like, tiny hands always read as baby to me. And yeah. the idea of, like, tiny hands reading, reaching out of the ether before that, Before me, I know that there is a tiny human somewhere. It distresses me. It's distressing. Uh, I smiled to myself, already knowing who the offending hands belonged to, but I feigned ignorance. See, this is what, it, like, feigned ignorance is, like, a very, like, I read this in a book because I've read a lot and I've retained yeah, 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 it and I know exactly what it means. And yet... In the dining room table. <laughs> so, like, this is exactly what all my high school essays were written as. <laughs> yes. Isn't like, it really weird? Really stupid typos. <laughs> Isn't it weird to be an adult and know, like, your teachers were, like, reading your bullshit and you're just like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, guess who? The owner of the tiny hands asked, trying to say... <laughs> Trying to stifle a giggle, but failing miserably. I tapped my fork on my chin, pretending to be thinking deeply. Is it Harry Styles? Or Justin Bieber? Finally coming up to meet me because they just realized that I'm their long-lost soulmate and that they're going to ask me to marry them and I'll live happily ever after? I asked with feigned excitement and heard the little girl behind me giggle. Same girl. No! She said as she removed her miniature hands. (laughs) Her miniature hands. That makes me think that it's like the tiny hands, like the little plastic tiny hands that people wear. 
Her miniature, she removed her miniature hands by taking them off of her sleeves and then produced her regular sized hands. Yeah, it's like the more you call to attention the miniature size. Now I'm confused about The more this. I'm like, wow, are they <laughs> not the size with these they miniature should hands. be? <laughs> removed her miniature hands from my eyes and turned around, and I turned around to face her. It's me, she said with a massive smile spread across her face that brightened everybody's mood. Sophie, I nearly shouted in delight upon seeing my younger sister. I hugged her tight, making her squeal. Kaki, it's your birthday. Happy Kaki. birthday. I figured this out. It was Ka... Uh, it was Camila, so it's Kaki. Like <gasps> oh. But also, her real first name is Carla. <gasps> Did you not know this? It's no. like Car- it's Carla Camila Cabello, and then she has another last name that I can't remember what it is. <laughs> so, like, I get why she. <laughs> what a twist! Kaki, it's your birthday. Happy birthday! Sophie said happily and sat next to me, being served her own meal soon. After which, brought another scowl and pout from our father, who still hadn't gotten his food. Yes, it is. Did you get Kaki any gift? I asked, and she grinned widely at me. She nodded. What is it? It's a secret. I'll give it to you later. She exclaimed and started eating her eggs. Well, that's not fun, I said with a pout. <laughs> Be patient, Kaki. You never know. You might get something really good if you're patient enough, Sophia preached. Hashtag soulmate. Sometimes I'm really amazed at how insightful and wise my sister is despite her young age. Hmm, I guess, I said as I continued eating. I felt my phone vibrate in my pocket and saw a text message from Dinah telling me to come to school, pronto. I sighed and quickly finished my food before saying goodbye to my parents and to Sophie with a small kiss on the cheek. Lauren's POV. I'm so late for soccer practice. Fuck! I thought as I quickly pulled out my soccer jersey and shoved them in a bag, running downstairs to see my parents and siblings, Taylor and Chris, already at the table, eating. Good morning, Lauren. You seem to be in a rush today, Michael, my dad, said as he took a bite off on his bread and chuckled lightly at my disarray. I rolled my eyes and hurried to the dining room. Thanks for waking me up, guys, I said sarcastically as I grabbed a piece of bread and drank at the milk that's supposed to be for the youngest girl in the house, which earned me an angry scowl from the girl with the ponytail. You know how milk is only for the youngest in the house? You know how you need to address people by not their name in writing? (laughs) The gayest of this house, you. (laughs) I assume. (laughs) This, like, goes back to, so this is, like, an overall thing with fanfiction of, like, uh, the, like, set is dead. Oh, yeah, 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 where, like, oh, like, the trope of fanfiction is that you'd be, like, he scowled, she smirked, he laughed, she guffawed. Like, you can never say said. It doesn't help, which is, like, not true at all. You should say said whenever it's not a particularly... It's like your ninth grade... It's like your ninth grade teacher tried to, like, teach you a lesson about how there's other vocab words. You took it too far. (laughs) And you took it too far. And then when you're, like, someday trying to, like, publish a book, then the editor's, like, you know, is, like, hey, you know, normal people do not... Emote you can this either, way. You can either just put the the quotations around yeah. it, or you can say said. It's fine. Everyone's brain will just kind of blow over it because it's just words. It's fine. It's just words. And in the same way, you don't have to refer to people without using their name. You can say my sister twice in the same sentence. It's fine. <laughs> my co-host with the crystal earrings. Like even earlier. Yeah. What what a specific reference to people who can't see. As I directed my attention to my co-host with her crystal earrings, and I, the person. Uh, dapperly dressed. <laughs> dapperly dressed as Princess Diana. No. Yeah. Uh, Grace Kelly. Grace Kelly. That's what it was. Queen of Monaco, <laughs> actress of America. Me dressed as Grace Kelly. Me, the Grace Kelly of our time. And me dressed as Grace Jones. No. <laughs> it's the podcast of a thousand graces. Anyway, no. So the point is, 
I get what they're doing, and it's a very, it's very much a trope of fan fiction to be like the girl with the blank, especially when it's like femme slash of like oh, yeah, the yeah. brown eyed girl looked at the blue eyed girl, the older girl looked at the the taller girl looked at the smaller girl. It's like it's just we, it's you can use your names, it's fine. You can Dramatic use eyes cut across. It's fine, you just use their names or like their most immediate relationship to you. It's okay. Uh, that was my milk, Taylor exclaimed as I hurried to the door, and it was good. I said as I grabbed the handle, so it was just milk for breakfast sounds. As I it is funny. <laughs> it is funny as a person. You're lactose intolerant. I'm lactose tolerant. I'm like, yeah, just chug a gallon. <laughs> just chug a cup of milk. Just before cu- you go to soccer practice. <clears throat> Hashtag protein. Hashtag fill you up right. Hashtag Midwestern ways. No. Anyway, that was, and it was good. I said as I grabbed the handle to our front door and started to head out. Adios, mi familia. I yelled from the gate and made my way to the garage. I clicked the alarm of my keys to open my car door and slide in. I turned on the engine and started backing to the driveway towards the direction of my school. Back to Camilla's point of view. I literally ran to school. Is it Dina? I think it must be Dina. Okay. I ran to school since Dina sent me 21 text messages to come quick, and I was honestly starting to get worried. I panted as I stopped right at the parking lot of school, trying to take a little break from all that exhausting running. I gasped for breath and shocked myself as I realized that I've really pushed myself there, and I'm all sweaty, but I guess it's good exercise. I complained to myself about how sweaty I am, and was starting and started walking towards the school entrance when a sudden loud horn of a car stopped me from my tracks, beep, beep. almost causing a heart attack. Oh my god, I exclaimed and put a hand over my chest. What the fuck? I heard someone scream at me from the car. I think that's supposed to be my line? You almost hit me with your damn car. I shout back with ferocity. I am not condoning this person's rudeness right now. Well, if you weren't standing right on my parking space, then I wouldn't have to to horn at you. Sorry. (laughs) I'm assuming you're supposed to say honk. Then I wouldn't have to honk at you. The driver shouted back with just the same amount of ferocity, which makes my blood boil. You couldn't have just picked a different parking space then? There's a lot of room everywhere else, you know. I screamed almost louder. I'm not taking anyone's shit today. I'm a Bedouin driving, and so I relate to, I would just pick a different spot. (laughs) This is my damn parking space, so either you get your motherfucking ass out of here, or I'll just run over your goddamn big mouth, she yelled, getting even angrier and impatient. I gasped in disbelief at her offending words. My blood is boiling, cheeks flushed with red fury. I strode angrily over to the car of that rude bitch to get a better look at the driver. The driver seemingly read the situation and got out of her vehicle with the same intensity, stopping me on my tracks. On my tracks. Suddenly my legs, no, actually, my whole body seemingly forgot how to function properly as I am frozen in my spot. This girl was gorgeous. No, not just that. That adjective just isn't enough to do her beauty justice. She looked more like angelic. Her wavy, dark, raven-colored hair hung on her back in a ponytail that accentuated her gorgeous pale skin and flustered cheeks that might be from all that anger and frustration. Her nose are just as red as a tomato, had a ring piercing on that makes her 500,000 times more hotter. More hotter. 5,000 hotter. Makes her 500,000 times more hotter. Her eyes are covered with a thick and dark shades. Sunglasses. Sunglasses. I couldn't make out its color because, uh, I couldn't make out its color, but I could just imagine its color. Her collarbone is visible from her barely covered body. That makes her even more hotter than I've mentioned before, if that's even possible. (laughs) Those are the hormones talking. It's true. She's wearing a black tank top that barely reaches her hips, exposing her navel and highlighting her curvy waistline, and a pedal pusher jeans that that covers just enough of her long, pale legs. 
I take in the perfection that is her until my eyes landed on her lips, her soft-looking, luscious red lips that spewed rude remarks at me and made my blood boil just a few minutes before. I imagine how it would feel like... <laughs> I imagine how it would feel like against my mouth, how it would taste like, if it would hurt or if it was as gentle as a cotton. <laughs> this is really where we started. We, we, we felt the passion. <laughs> Your fingers just, you know how I text you and just have verbs like wildly unconjugated? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is what that's like. <laughs> this is the ADHD of just like, I have an idea! <laughs> and I can't, I can't take time to properly form my words. And here's... <laughs> <laughs> the other part is I, I love I love scenes like this because it really reminds me how when I'm in a blind rage yeah. I really do not notice anything. This is, if I knew I was gay in high school, this is exactly how I would have written something. Like she's five thousand more percent hotter than more hotter than she was before. Like that is exactly how <laughs> I've read papers from college that read like this, and I'm like, why did anyone think I was okay? <laughs> Why Why did anyone think I was Because you healthy? looked us in the eye and said, I'm fine. <laughs> I mean, like, like, why did I get A's and B's? I mean, this is grammatically, like, preposterous. <laughs> yeah, I haven't reread any of my, like, essays from college, oh. but 1,000% they, they are all so like that. No, they're all like, I don't want to edit this, so I just did. So I, yeah. All of my spewage just, like, ended up on yeah. paper. Having read my unedited nonsense before, like... You come back 48 hours later because that is the only true time you can be objective. <laughs> the sentence is like, love it. I imagined how it would feel like against my mouth, how it would taste like, if it would hurt, or if it was as gentle as a cotton. As gentle as a cotton. <laughs> if she wasn't such a bitch, I would have attacked those lips by now. I was suddenly cut off by my revere when I saw her shocked expression. Like, revere. Like, this is a person who reads and writes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just didn't edit. In my reverie. Reverie. In my, by my reverie. Is it? Is that right? <laughs> I'm the wrong person to ask. Have I ever known how to pronounce words the right way the first time? No. I was suddenly cut off. I think it's maybe it's reverie. I was suddenly cut off by my reverie when I saw her shocked expression, eyebrows high up her forehead, and mouth slightly agape. I shook my head and thought, "What the hell? Why am I thinking about kissing a rude stranger?" I tried to regain my I composure. I think about that all the time. It's fair. And shot a glance at the stranger with the same intensity as before, but I saw her looking down at the ground, seemingly deep in thought about something. I moved to speak, but was cut off with a low mutter from her voice. I don't. I don't have time for this. And with that, she went back inside the car, turned on the engine, and parked at an open spot. I saw her hastily running out of her vehicle and onto the soccer field. So she's a soccer player. I uh, thought to myself, as it truth, as I stared at her slowly disappearing figure a little bit more. I snapped out of my daze again as I remembered why I came this early in school. Uh, Dina, I thought as I practically sprinted inside the building, the adrenaline from the events minutes ago is still so intact. Lauren POV. In the end, I arrived 20 minutes late to practice, which earned me a huge lecture from my team coach and 50 burpees. Right. That's a lot. Thanks to that tiny goddess, I got in trouble. Goddess. The weird encounter is still evident in my mind, though. What the hell was that? Her eyes were glowing. <gasps> and I don't mean in a metaphorical way. Although, I do admit she is 
really attractive. She has a really, (laughs) I do admit she has a really attractive features, but it's literally glowing. Like neon kind of glow. Oh, and she was wearing sunglasses. So, so she doesn't know. Exactly. It's, I'm not exactly unfamiliar about that legend story about the soulmate thing or whatever that is. Heck, my mother and father claim to be each other's soulmates. They said that if you get a, at close proximity with your fated lover or your soulmate, your eyes will glow depending on how close they are to you. But this only happens one year in your lifetime. I've always thought that the thing was loads of bullshit. But what if that thing today was it. I was told that the chances of someone meeting their soulmate in the span of a year is like the chances of a panda giving birth to a polar bear. But if it is, then why me? I sighed as I shook my head from that thought, grabbed my school clothes from my bag to change into them. Practice was tough today, but I had had it worse. I decided not to think about it anymore and just let it slip. Maybe if I ignore her enough, I won't have to deal with her. As I pulled out my jeans, a stack of papers fell from my bag. I groaned as I got to my knees to pick them up when a certain photograph caught my attention. It was a photograph of a family. I remember being told by my parents never to mingle with these people and their friends or family for whatever reason. I didn't care so much to ask. I stared intently at the picture, seeing a familiar brunette in it. I gasped and shook my head in disbelief. Now I really have a huge reason to avoid her, I thought to myself as I got up and shoved the papers back into my bag and started my way to the changing room. I am bound by my parents to never, ever speak nor come into contact with a cabello. What? The end. There is no chapter two. <laughs> what? <laughs> Have your parents swore you to a blood oath? Never talk to a Cut that out. Don't give Claire's last name away. Are you? <laughs> oh, like, I'm just. Have your parents ever <laughs> sworn you to a blood oath? Shown you a picture of a family and be like, we do not speak to these people. I mean, my parents are teachers, so like, they're not in the mafia, but like, maybe everyone from Cuba has feuds with everyone else in Cuba. I don't know. Don't know. Never been to Cuba. Uh, <laughs> so that's, so it's like a soulmate's AU, but one of them knows and one of them doesn't, <gasps> Ooh, which is yeah, hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, they hate each other immediately. Also, it's like a Romeo and Juliet thing where they are not allowed to speak to each other. So like, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's. <laughs> So many layers. I kind of love it. <laughs> I am into it as yeah. well. Also, the one that who, who believes in the soulmate thing didn't see the eyes. Yes! Well, and, okay, the one who believes saw it and the one who doesn't believe has parents who did it. So, like, either she's like, parents are stupid, which, fair. <laughs> Sounds like a high school thing. I think it would have maybe worked a little bit better if Camilla's parents, like, are like, we, our eyes glowed. When we saw each other, we fell in love. So she's like, oh, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. it. Whereas Lauren's parents are like, Psh, yes. we are in love. We didn't see eyes glowing. This is a stupid, like, in the In the same war. way that, like, <clears throat> more of my friends who have parents who are still together believe in, like, uh... Soulmates? So, like, I'm gonna say, like, true love. Eh. Or, like... Or just that relationships can be successful in a long-term way. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't even call it, like, true love. I would just say that, like, my friends who have parents who are still together, like, believe more in the concept of, like, very long-term relationships versus, like... So, like, my parents have been together for, like, over 30 years, and so I'm, like, more inclined to believe that people can be paired off like penguins and only be mated with one. Right. And so, like, it seems like in in the lore of this fic, like, Camilla being like, oh... 
I'm turning 17 tomorrow. If I happen to meet my soulmate, it's fine. But my parents are in love. So, like, if I don't, yeah. it seems like they're fine either way. And Lauren's like, the soulmate thing is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> like, something else. Yeah, yeah. I think so it's, yeah. that's my only flaw. Otherwise, I think this is really fun. Uh, okay. So, Claire, I've been thinking about what I want for you for next week. Yes. And this, <laughs> it's Valentine's Day, and this has nothing to do with Valentine's Day, but maybe it could be. I don't know. So, one of the jokes I think that we've made on the podcast, or maybe just in our regular lives, and also has been acknowledged on the TikTok, my favorite of all social medias, is that this is the year in which The Great Gatsby is in the public domain. <laughs> so, to celebrate the fact that perhaps someone will write their J. Gatsby uh, slash fic <laughs> yep, 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 yep. And get it published. Yes. And then finally we can bring it to high schoolers and be like, literature. Literature. I would like you to bring me something in a similar vein of like a book that we as millennials had to read in high school. Mm-hmm. There's better options now, thank God. Yeah, thank God. Like Catcher in the Rye, Grapes of Wrath, Great Gatsby, fucking Wuthering Heights. What else? Do we? we had to read so much dumb shit. Uh, uh, I had to read The Once and Future King. I had to read Anthem. <laughs> by Ayn Rand. I don't really, I feel like maybe. 1984. We, 1984. Uh, like, any of those, like, books we had to read in high school, fan fiction. Yeah. Uh, I feel like either high schoolers now or high schoolers in the past were like, man, I hated reading this. This is how I'm going to get out my feelings. And or had an assignment that was like, re- write the last yeah. chapter, re- write the sequel, or I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or as adults were like, oh, this is actually a good book and I reread it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now I have feelings about it. Great Gatsby would be like especially funny, yeah. but, uh, you know, I don't want to limit you. Yeah, so anyway. have fun with that. I will. <laughs> See what happens. I will. I'm excited what there is like in the ether in that genre, like classic literature tag on AO3. Uh, in the meantime, until we come back with next week for that, you can find us on many social media platforms. You can find us on Twitter at FindPairingsPod, on Tumblr, on Instagram, and on TikTok at FindPairingsPodcast. And all of our DMs are open in case you want to send us anything, but if for some reason you want to send us a more formal email, you can find us at FindPairingsPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, that's where you can send those fanfic suggestions, uh, different uh, prompts. You can also take a screenshot of your five-star review mm-hmm. and send it to us with your request of a 500-word fanfic that you would like either Grace or I to write. Or just say hi. That's also nice. Sometimes we, people do that. We just also like <laughs> highs. I respond to most things that we get yep. we don't get a ton of stuff. And also, if you are on board with all that and you want to hear even more of our voices, you can find us at patreon.com slash podcast to find the Steam and Cream podcast, which is essentially what we're doing right now, but with fan fiction that we find to be uh, for the 18 plus crowd only, and so we put it behind a paywall. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. It's not always good, but it is always technically smut. (laughs) It's always technically a little awkward to read to one another. Yep. (laughs) But it's still a fun time. It's a really fun time. I'll say that. Cool. Okay. So, uh, yeah. We'll see you next week for some classic literature. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.